The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Samaritas, the state's largest private foster care and adoption agency. However, Samaritas also provides a number of other services around the state. They are one of the largest refugee resettlement agencies in Michigan. They serve homeless families, persons with disabilities, abused and trafficked women. They also provide market rate and affordable housing for seniors and HUD housing for families and also have skilled nursing, memory care and rehab communities in Grand Rapids, Cadillac and Saginaw. Samaritas, we thank them for their support here at Deadline Detroit. Hey, greetings, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. Hopefully you are doing okay. It is an interesting day out there for sure. Hold on to your 401ks, folks. Well, don't look at them, perhaps, as a better better piece of advice today as the market is in free fall. Lots of different stuff going on there. Of course, also here in Michigan, we've got a big day tomorrow. It's election day. Lots of stuff at stake. Well, not a ton. Most of your ballots are pretty small, so it shouldn't take you too long to vote tomorrow. But I've got my annual election day message for you coming up in just a little bit. So stick around for the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by TechTown Detroit, Detroit's entrepreneurship hub. TechTown Detroit is a business incubator and accelerator, helping tech startups and local businesses launch and grow. TechTown supports businesses with co-working, office, meeting, and event space. They also connect entrepreneurs to resources and learning and networking events in Detroit. TechTown Detroit, Detroit's entrepreneurship hub. Hey, Craig here. Thanks for checking out the show on this day. I really do appreciate it. It is Monday as I'm recording this. I think the Dow is down somewhere around 1,600 points as I record this. We'll see where it ends up at the end of the day. Obviously, markets responding to uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia deciding that they're going to continue flooding the market with oil. That means that um, oil prices are going down significantly. The bottom fell out of the market today, six, about 1,700 points. They actually halted trading for 15 minutes this morning to sort of ease the panic. It has settled right back into just a more steady negative flow as the day has gone on, sort of bouncing around that 1,600 points down mark. I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what that means. I'm not going to tell you what you should or should not do with your portfolio. I'm not going to tell you that you should or should not look at it. depends on how close you are to retirement, I suppose. But um, we've been through this before. Those of us who have been around for a little while certainly remember a couple of past recessions that have taken place and some huge dips in the market, what it did to a lot of people, especially after the housing crash. It doesn't seem as if we're in anywhere near that territory. But the combination of the coronavirus and what is going on with oil futures is really having an impact. Um, President Trump this morning tweeting out, good news for consumers, gas prices should be lower. Uh, That sort of ignores the bigger picture as to why it's taking place. And is it a healthy move in the market? Is it really good for consumers? Or is the economy getting ready to go in an entirely different direction? Um, A lot of people are now predicting that there's a possibility of a real recession, more than just a correction at this point in time, but we'll see. We'll see what that means, uh, what that has in store for us all. But obviously, there's a lot of things going on uh, today. So I just wanted to sort of keep you up to date on what's happening there. 
uh, some other things related to coronavirus that I thought were important from a local standpoint. The city of Detroit has decided to halt water shutoffs in the immediate term. They are not going to be shutting off people's water for fear of them not having access during a potential coronavirus pandemic and the ability to wash hands, keep clean, all that sort of stuff. It's a public health move on their part. We'll see if this is something that leads them to think long term about water shutoffs in the community. We don't know, but there's more information about what's going on there and the rationale uh, that the mayor put out there. Uh, Mayor Duggan for doing so is available at DeadlineDetroit.com. So just go to Deadline Detroit and you can find out more information about what's happening there. And also, people who've had their water already shut off are going to have it turned on in the interim, which is kind of a cool move on the part of the city. And like I said, we'll see if that leads to a longer-term discussion about how to deal with delinquent water bills in the future. Public health advocates have long been saying that shutoffs are the potential have the potential to create a public health crisis. So I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, I do know that the city needs to collect from people that owe their water bills, making a determination as to who should be eligible for some sort of assistance and those who are just not paying needs to be done. And I'm not sure exactly how they'll go about doing that, but there seems to be uh, the possibility that this is an opportunity to do something a little different on that front. All right, so the real reason why we're talking today, tomorrow is Election Day here in Michigan, the Michigan primary. This could be a very, very big day for uh, Joe Biden if he were able to win Michigan. Of course, Bernie Sanders won this state four years ago, which shocked Hillary Clinton's camp and a number of other political observers here in the state. He had been down in the polls significantly leading up to it, but as people went to the polls that day, they pulled the lever for Bernie. Now, is the same thing going to happen tomorrow? Again, polling data suggests that Joe Biden should pull this off. But again, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I just know I'm going to get my butt up early and go vote. I could have done it early, but I did not get my absentee ballot on time. I should have done that, but um, no big deal. I just have to get up a little earlier and get over to my polling place, which I will gleefully do because it is one of my favorite things about being a citizen of this country, the ability to pull that lever for the candidate of my choice. And I'm not going to lecture you on who you should vote for or who you should not vote for. I will suggest this, that no matter who comes out of this primary tomorrow on the Democratic side, from my opinion, is going to be a much more worthwhile choice in the fall than the current occupant of the White House. His behavior as of late, uh, well, not as of late, but his behavior has always been erratic. But in the wake of this coronavirus crisis, he seems more concerned about the health of the economy and uh, whether or not he is being blamed than he is concerned about people. That says a lot to me. If your first concern is about how you're being affected politically as opposed to how you are dealing with the public health crisis that may be upon us, Well, then that says something about your character. But that's just me. You may disagree. But I do want to say this. Regardless of where you are in the political spectrum, whether you and I are in lockstep, whether you and I are completely opposed to each other, I implore you to get your butt up and go vote. It is your civic responsibility as a citizen of this country. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I'm not going to tell you how to vote. I'm not going to say whether you should support the millages in your community, for your schools, or for the DIA. I'm not going to tell you to do that. That's not my job. That's up for you. That's up to you to decide. It's up to you to make up your mind and decide whether or not you want to pull that lever in favor or against. But it is your responsibility to make that choice. The more people that are heard, the more people that vote, 
the more we have a definitive answer as to who we as a nation believe should be leading the country. The way we as a community believe we should be spending our tax dollars. That's what's at stake. If 50% of the people stay home, well, their voice is not heard. That means you're letting the other 50% decide for you what should be happening here. And before you say that your vote is going to be spoiled or somebody else is just going to cancel it out, well, yeah, that's what happens. But at some point, somebody's going to get more than the other person and they're going to be declared the winner of the race. And whether it's your candidate or not, part of living in a democracy that we live in is accepting the results as best you can. It doesn't mean you can't complain about the person that won. It doesn't mean you can't bitch every single day about the stupid things you think this person is doing. You are allowed to do that in this country. That's what makes it great. That's what we're voting for. We're voting for the ability to determine our own destiny to the best of our ability. And when you take a look at what's going on around the world, there are people that are trying to basically find a way to blunt that powerful statement that citizens can make, whether it's through misinformation campaigns, trying to influence us, getting us to share stupid false stories on social media, or just regurgitate the crap that we heard on our favorite news network that may or may not be true. Every single time we allow that to happen, it chisels a little bit away at the validity of our system, the validity of our vote, the power of us as citizens. The best way to blunt that instrument is to get out there and vote. To show people that we're not going to be so polarized and turned off by the system that we tune out and sit on the sidelines. I've been encouraged so far this election cycle by the turnout I'm seeing in a number of states. And it doesn't necessarily matter what's motivating those people to go to the polls, whether they just want to blow up the whole system or they want to get rid of Donald Trump or they want to make sure that Bernie gets elected or Joe Biden, whatever is getting them to go out there and vote, they're doing it. That's a good thing. And I'll tell you what, when this is all said and done, you are allowed to vote for whoever you want to vote for. That is something that only happens here. And you know, despite whatever conspiracy theories you want to believe in or whether or not you think the system is rigged, you know in your heart it's not. We don't have a situation where you have a candidate who's running unopposed every single time. We don't have a system in which a leader can put themselves on the ballot an unlimited number of times with some strange maneuvering behind the scenes and then get reelected with 90% of the vote, which we know is complete BS in other parts of the world. We still are the example for the rest of the world and how to do this and how to do it peacefully. And the only way that we can maintain that going forward is if all of us stand up and do our part and show up and vote. It's really tough to say that the president is illegitimate if a whole bunch of people stand up and vote and say, this is who we want. You may not like the results, but it doesn't mean it's illegitimate. It doesn't mean it was stolen from you. Sometimes we have to admit that our candidate just lost. I admitted it in 2016. I knew that there were going to be some repercussions from that. But at the same time, he is the president of the United States. But at least I voted. I was one of the majority of Americans that voted in favor of the other candidate. But the way that the system works right now means that the right states didn't turn out enough people, Michigan being one of them.
And if you don't like the results of Michigan in 2016, just look at the people who did not show up at the polls. The number of people who just didn't vote at all was way more than the margin of of victory for President Trump in the state of Michigan. Maybe you don't like Joe Biden. I get that. Maybe you don't like Bernie Sanders. Maybe you like somebody in the Libertarian Party or the Green Party and you pull the lever for that person. That's okay. You're at least letting people know how you feel. And you're at least putting your mark on our society. So if I sound like I'm lecturing a little bit today, I am. I do this every single election day. Every single year, I will sit there and lecture you and get on you to vote. Because it is the right thing to do. And too many people fought and died for this right for us to just throw it away or allow somebody else to interfere with our process. I'm not going to let that happen. I'll be out voting, and I'll see you at the polls tomorrow, hopefully. And we'll be out with Deadline talking to people tomorrow. And we'll be asking you if you want to let us know. You don't have to share any of this information, but letting us know what you what motivated you to go out yes, uh, today, what motivated you to go out and do your civic duty. Who do you like? Who do you not like? Again, we got some big stuff coming up in the communities. The DIA renewal millage is up. You know how I feel about that. A number of school districts have renewal millages up as well. And that's a big deal for your community. So, get out there. Take advantage of this right. Because not everybody has it. We do, for now. I'd like to keep it that way. Thanks for checking out the show. Do appreciate it very much. Like I said, get out and vote tomorrow. It's going to be... It's going to be an interesting day. And, of course, we'll be watching the results late at night. We probably won't get them till pretty late because of all the absentee ballots and the huge turnout that we're expecting here in Michigan. So, Jocelyn Benson warning us that results could be coming in like 1 o'clock in the morning, which is fine. We'll have an idea as to where our state is going to go. Will it go Bernie? Will it go Biden? We shall see. But just know this. We'll let you know. Deadline Detroit, of course, will have all that information as well. So check it out. Don't forget, we have all sorts of cool offerings at DeadlineDetroit.com. A couple of different podcasts. Mine, of course, and you've got uh, Coleman Young's 30 Black, which is a new addition to our podcast uh, repertoire here, which you may want to check out. Don't forget Detroit Digest for all you foodies out there. And, of course, The Zip for a humorous take on the news. And then on Friday this week, The Week That Was. We do that every Friday. If you didn't check it out, take a look. It's fun. You can find it at DeadlineDetroit.com. You can find it on YouTube, on Deadline Detroit's YouTube page. And also just look on my social media channels. You can find links to it there. Send me an email. Show at gmail.com is the easiest way to reach me. And again, I am on just about every social media channel. So go ahead and find me there. Send me messages. Let me know what you're thinking. I appreciate the feedback all the time. All right, that's it for me today. Like I said, it's going to be short and sweet. Get to the polls tomorrow. This is one of the big days out there. Primary day. Fun stuff. We'll see you. The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Mad Dog Professional Services. Mad Dog Professional Services focuses on putting their clients on the leading edge of technology faster than thought possible to capture new revenue streams. That's Mad Dog Professional Services. The Craig Folly Show is made possible in part by Deadline Detroit. Deadline Detroit has some of the best journalists in the city. We're asking you to support independent local journalism by joining our $3 a month membership. By joining, you become eligible to win prizes, including tickets for sporting events and gift cards to some of Detroit's best restaurants. Just go to our website and click the ad at the top or go to www.deadlinedetroit.com membership.